Hi everybody, not from uh, the regular location that you familiar to see me. Well, I just landed in LA. I told Debbie I want to make sure I'm giving some lecture on Genesis, on Bereshit, and all the houses on boxes because we're moving. So I'm making here a great effort to make sure to share some information with you about this portion that I think for a long time um, we did do a video and I think it is time to do it now. So that's why I'm doing it from this wonderful camera of mine and hopefully you can uh, enjoy it as well. So let's let's talk about Genesis for a second. For, first, we are talking about it's the beginning of the Torah. The Torah has five books and the first book called Bereshit or Genesis and within the first uh, uh, book with the first words which the name of the book is after that it's called Bereshit in Tikkunah Zohar there is a discovery that within the word Bereshit the first words include the entire Torah and of course it makes you wonder how can that be that the entire Torah will be exist in one words and what does that mean for us and what can we get from it this weekend, this Shabbat? Well, first, there is a concept in Kabbalah called Keter, crown, meaning the seed level. And within the seed level, you basically have everything. Everything is included within the seed level. So when we talk about Bereshit, the first letter of Bereshit, which is that, the first letter, is within it all the blessing that's going to happen in the entire parasha of Bereshit and the entire Torah. What does that mean about the Shabbat? The Shabbat is within it the seed level of the entire year. So whatever energy that we put into this Shabbat, whatever energy we put into this specific weekend, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, Suda Shalishit, as the energy of the whole year. Now, the Zohar raised a question. And what does Zohar ask? Let me read it to you. In a time of creation, the letter went to the front of God. By the way, those of you who want to find out more details on that, I'm doing a lecture from the beginning of the Zohar, and I mentioned this section there. So the letter came in front of God, First, the letter Taf, the last letter came in. Taf, Amralefanav, told the phone of God, Ribono Shalom, Master of the World, Retzolcha, Livrobi Taolam, please create the world with me. Vekulam, Meshiva, Mashem, Kieno Chafetz. By the way, this is the short version of the Zohar that Or Chaim, Or Chaim is a comment, commentary on the Torah that come to teach us about what the Zohar is saying. 
So the short version is come from Or Chaim, as if you want to see the old version, it's in the Zohar or in the lecture I gave in English to people that didn't finish all the letters, but it's, it's going to be there. Kulam Yeshiva Vashem, Ki no Chafetz, God refused to create the world with all the letters, starting with Tav, going to Shin, going to Resh, going to Kuf. No, 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 reverse-wise. Because you know the letters start with Aleph. But the letters start with Tav. didn't start with Aleph. So, God refused to create the letters with them. Until Bet, the letter Bet came in of God, and God agree that the letter bet is the right letter to create the world with. That's why the word is Bereshit. Bereshit being in the beginning. But be, the letter bet, Bereshit. Bereshit. So now if we reach the letter bet, we're missing one letter. If we're going reverse, What's come after that, if we're going to reverse wise? Aleph. Aleph is the first letter. Aleph Shatka. Aleph stay quiet. After God chose the bed, Aleph stay quiet. Amara Kadushbaru Aleph. Lamat Shotekin. Tell us the Zohar. Tell us Ora Chaimet the name of the Zohar. Aleph. Why are you silent? Why are you quiet? And then because you're quiet, you will be the beginning of all the Hebrew letters. And by the way, when we talk letters in Hebrew or in English, it's not the same. Those Hebrew letters were the tools that God used to create the world with. It's not ABC. It's not alphabet gamma. When you study Hebrew, when you study the Hebrew alphabet, you are studying the first language created by God and the angels. Why are you quiet? In every Hebrew Hashem, you read Aleph, for me, it's a Chaim, it seems like Aleph is better than the letter Bet. Matayim yot yot fanab yosher. So if the letter will present itself, Aleph will go first. Then Aleph will create the world. So why Aleph didn't start first? said, When the letters go by Aleph Bet Gimel, meaning straight, starting from beginning till the end, that means mercy. When they go from Taf all the way to Aleph, that's considered as a concept of judgment. How do you know that? Because what's the month we are in right now? Tishay. What's the first letter? Taf. What's the second letter? Shin. What's the third letter? Resh. Those letters go backward, which is the time of judgment. Rosh Hashanah, judgment. Kippur, judgment. Rosh Hashanah, judgment. 
God put one letter in Tishrei. Which letter, say, Orachim, God agreed to put in? Yud. The first name, the first letter of his name, which is mercy. So what do we learn from it? Orachim? If you look at the creation, it's a Bereshit bara Elokim. In the beginning, who created? Elokim. There's many names to God. You can call God Tachigalat, Adonai, or Elokim. Use the Elokim. What does Elokim represent? Very good. Judgment. And because the letter came like judgment from Taf, then Bet was the first one. Bet was the first one to win. And Aleph was the first one to the letter. I think it's beautiful. But what can we learn from that? Many times, we are looking for approval. Father, mother, women, men, boss. It's not a problem to look for approval. problem is when you're not aware you're looking for approval and you're not aware that you're worth something not worth something from the ego point of view worth something from a place God used me to create so many wonderful things. So I worth something. And if I worth something, I will stand tall. I will be proud. And for that reason, I will not go to God and say, I want this or that. I know I worth something. So I know that God will choose me. And that's a very important message about the Hebrew letters. Each one of us has a name. Your name is built from letter. Neshama, soul. Within the word Neshama, soul, you have the word name, Shem. Also, your name is built from some evil letter. You want to know the meaning of the letter, you go to the Zohar. Or you go to the lecture I just put out there when I explain all the evil letters meaning according to the Zohar. So then, if your name is Rachel, you have the letter Resh, Lamed. You will know everything about your energy. Because those are the letters that create you. And if you don't like those letters, it's not the problem to change the name. If, that, if you don't like your name, in Judaism we do that. Or if somebody's sick, 
also do that. So, why we talk about the letters in Genesis? Because there is creation and there is pre-creation. There is something before Bereshit. To know what happened before Bereshit, you need to study. What is that you need to study? Talmud Esra Sfirot. You study about the Sfirot. That's why I published the lecture of the Sfirot and I tell people how important it is to study that knowledge. Because without it, you wouldn't know what happened pre to Bereshit. I hope you're getting this message of the letter. Anyway, let's move on. In Sharab Sukim, Gate of the Verses by Rabbi Chaim Vital, student of Rabbi Isaac Luria. When he takes the word Bereshit, he divided the two words, Bara and Shit. Shit in Aramaic means six. Bara means create. Tell us the Tikkuni Zohar and the Zohar and Sharab Sukim by Rabbi Chaim Vital. If you look at the word Bara, it relates to the word Bria, Livrot. Bria is a high level. When you take the word Shit, Shin Yutav, is six. What is six relate to? Zerapim, it's below Bina. So Bara, Shit. But what does that mean? Mean the sixth level is Megule, is revealed. The Bara is not revealed, it's not Megule. What happened to something which is not revealed? It's dark. What happened to something which is revealed? There is light. So, if you go back to that fila, what do we say? Yotzer or uvore choshech. Form light and create dark. If create is higher, it's just to create light and form darkness. But what is teaching us behind the town? Based on Tikkun Azor, when it's higher, it's dark. It's not revealed yet. When it's lower, it's light. Question is, is Rabbi Chaim Vital is talking about from our point of view or just the way it is? What do you think? So I would like to read from Rabbi Chaim Vital. All the souls that come into this world were included Adam. And they have to come to this life. So the soul will come in body and soul. We took now, and they have to come for how long? The soul has to come here. 6,000 years. 
Is the number six play? Very good. So now you bara sheet. Create six. How many days? It took the creation six days. The seven was Sabbath. So how many thousands of years you need to correct the word? Six thousand. Every day. As corresponding to thousand years. So it's like this. So how is this divided? It says start from below to above. The first 2,000 was Olam Asiyah, the world of action. And because the Klippot are all coming from Asiyah, we call the first 2,000 years Tohu, like Tohu Vavohu from Genesis. Because Tohu, the word Tohu that exists in Genesis, please look for it, is the Klippot. The land was Tohu. Most of the people who born at that time, they all were wicked. The generation of the flood, the generation of Enosh with the, with the idol worshipping, the generation of the Babylonian tower, and just Dom, the people of Sdom, and all those people, they all were wicked, really wicked people. Then, after these 2,000 years, they start correcting the second 2,000 years of Yetzirah, or the word of formation, which is Zerampin, which has to do with the Torah Shebechtav, has to do with the Torah. That's why we call these 2,000 years Torah. That's what the Torah was giving them. After that, what we call our generation, the last 2,000 years, Yemot HaMashiach, the day of the Messiah. Why? Because these 2,000 years we're living in is from Bri'ah. Asiyah, Yitzhira Bri'ah. Ima. Anikret Yemot HaMashiach. Ima, like Bina, like Bri'ah. We call it the days of the Messiah. Vimiyot Shebein David and Oba, Ela Besofam. Even though that the son of David between the Messiah come in the end even we know can you imagine what Rabbi Chaim Vital Reineget five hundred years ago he's thinking to himself I know Messiah is not coming in my time because he has to come in the end of the 2000 years he's Reineget so even the Messiah is supposed to come only in the end still we call it the Messiah generation because all the idea of redemption comes from Bina. It's called Geula. Before Adam sinned, he had 6,000 levels of soul connect to him. But when he sinned and he fell down, what we call 200 Amma, It's not just physically, it's been, it's also physically, but it's more like he fell down from his responsibility.
the soul from Bria, no lekacham. He didn't took them, which is the Mashiach. Because no land, Moshe Rabbeinu no land Shalom. When Moses was born, beautiful. He married the old souls. So that's what we, Moshe, reached the Bina. So every time there is a person born, it's a part of Adam. And when he do the tikkun, you correct Adam for what he did wrong. And when Moses married to correct all the level, then he correct Adam. And Moses was the best of the creation. And that's why he correct Adam. That no other tzaddik, no other righteous were able to correct Adam. So continue, Rabbi Chaim Vital. That's why every time you pray or do mitzvah or mitzvah of action till the coming of the Mashiach is only for one reason. You can elevate all the soul that fell down from the time of Adam. And they fell to the klipot. And it's our responsibility when you pray, when you eat, when you do some mitzvot, it's not about you, it's about elevating them. And when we finish that job, then Mashiach ben David can come. I think by reading it, it gives us some type of understanding of our job here. Just to appreciate every minute we have an opportunity to share, to give, to help, to donate, to become helpful towards somebody. Or to become used by God to become helpful to somebody. That, my friend, is giving a chance to all those souls that fell to go to where they belong. So what this week is about, again, going back to the same thing I said before. Well, as you can see that this week is to help us With the whole idea that we do, it's not just about us. We are a collective community that everything wrong that went with Adam and Eve, it's our duty and job to correct it. Because if we're not doing the job, 
Nobody else will. And the mitzvot, the mitzvah, the hero of the Torah, the effort of the tefillin, the kosher food, all of those things, that's what we call mitzvot, is to be taken a little bit more seriously. You know, I just landed at the airport and um, wonderful welcome to Los Angeles. I love it. Really enjoyed. But I was thinking about like people that I meet in my life. And I'm thinking about the difference between people. I know many people. I was thinking about few people today. The one who give because they feel they owe something to you and the one who give because they want to help you. Start thinking what's better. It bothered me. It's a difficult question. What's better from the mitzvah? What's better from a spiritual point of view? And I found this section from Sfatimet who compared I, I, I shouldn't say compare. He, he took a verse that seemed it's compared Yoshua and Moses, where it said that Moses is poor and Yoshua is rich. Moses is too low and Yoshua has audacity. Oz. He has strength, he has power. So, Svatimet, as you know, Svatimet, I don't need to tell you, one of the greatest Kabbalists, one of, one of my favorite commentaries of the Torah. He asked that question. That, that lecture he gave on Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan, but I, I still like it. And he said, why? What's the difference between Joshua and Moses? After all, all the light Joshua gets, as we read it in Zot Abracha, came from Moses. So what's the difference? I said, well, when Moses got to pray to God and ask for God for something, first he felt that he fell. Didn't make it. Joshua was smarter. He came up with a concept, genius concept, that God cannot say no to him because he proved to be right. What's the difference? Thinking of a lot about it, right? We had a six hour flight just arrived one hour ago. But I decided to this this video is very important for me. My community is my family, brother and sister. I want to make sure whatever I know I pass to you right away so you can have it. It's very important for me. What's the difference? Difference is big. When somebody give you a piece of bread. Because he feels he owe you that. Somebody give you a piece of bread because he want to give you charity because he have mercy on you. The second one will eventually develop ego, will fall apart, will never make it. The first one 
will always feel he owe you, and that's why he's always going to make it. The desire will remain the same. One of the mitzvot in the Torah is called Maaser, tithing. Why you have to give tithing? Because you have to. You want to know why you have to give tithing? Because you have to. Why you have to give tithing? Because you have to. So you owe the money. You don't do a favor to nobody when you give tithing. If you start feeling that you're doing a favor, even if you win, you lose. Moses came from a place, God, I lost the case, but I'm still asking you if you can please forgive my people. God, I lost the case, but I'm still going to ask you if you can let me go to Israel. Moses was never in a place where he feel he deserved or entitled. It's not that he didn't know if he is or not. He definitely knew he's not. And then he started praying. Says Fatima, that's not mine, by the way, it's Fatima. When Joshua started praying, very elevated, not to judge Joshua, compared to Moses, of course, it's not the same. Joshua, come up with an idea why all blame Israel can go into Israel. The old tzaddikim. In the time of Joshua, everybody were righteous. So of course they walk in. Question, after I read it, I was thinking, how do I pray to God? What kind of conversation I have when I talk to God? I have conversation, hey God, I did Rosh Hashanah, I did Yom Kippur, I shook the lulav, I checked the shadow, I fast. Dance in the street of New York City. I did it all. Now give me the money. Or I didn't do a thing. Everything written in your book, God, I just follow. I'm not even sure I did a great job. But I'm still asking you, God, please give me life. Please give me happiness. Please give me joy. Please bring me shalom by, bring me peace among my family. I'm asking, but I absolutely don't believe I deserve. When you give to a poor man a bread, you're above it. When you give a righteous man a bread, you hope he will take it. Sometimes, is it written in a chassidut? Chassidut is a style that started about Shetov. Sometimes when a teacher starts to see that the students start to give, not because he feels it's a merit, because he feels he want to help, then you know that student will fall, as the chassidut teaches. It's funny, today, something very weird happened. As I arrived, Ten minutes after I landed in LA, there's this gentleman who asked me to build a certain project and he would like to be a business partner. So I built the project and I called and said, okay, I built it. Um, how do we do with the money? What do we do? Are we going to build it or what? So you know, Elio, I don't think I'm going to do it with you. After about nine months, no, six months that we're working on it. And we thought that guy would back us up. 
So he thought, he, he texts me like that and says, oh, I don't like the idea that uh, you talk to me in business. I said, but you asked me to, you asked me to do it that way, to build a place, then come back to you and tell you it's ready and now you can fly to Aled, we take your business and we help about hopefully 300 people. So he back off, but he didn't tell me back off. And I was thinking, why is he blaming me for promise he make that he doesn't want to keep? It's okay. Why is he blaming me for all of it? So I asked him, what's, what's the problem? So all what you want from me is my help? He tell me. So I don't want from your help. I want to hear no. Yes, if it's no, we close the deal. Goodbye. Those of you know me, I'm very quick to move on. And we move on. Goodbye. Maybe we meet one day again. If it's yes, let's take care of business and start helping people. Yes, yes, no, no. Let's not waste time. And uh, my wife was next to me. She was very proud of me. I was appreciate her being proud. But why am I sharing this story with you? What I was missing when I met this gentleman one year ago, that he wanted to save me. He didn't want to be saved. When you give to save another person, you're missing the humbleness of the giving. That's the way it is. You're going to miss. But when you give because you know you need it, that lasts. So I'm telling all of you, be careful how you're giving, what you're giving, what's the purpose of your giving. Because at the end of the day, nobody needs your help. You need to help for you. And when you help for you, miracle happen. When Moses asked from God help for Israel, for the nation of Israel, he didn't think he deserved it. He knew he didn't. But he did ask. If you give to someone something and you're waiting for them to ask from you, you might think yourself as God. And that's the worst idol worshipping. And that's what happened to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Beautiful home, Garden of Eden. They got everything they want. Snake come to seduce them. But it was too easy. Why? Because when you get everything for free, very difficult to earn it. The only way to earn it is by giving it. But when you give it, you should not feel like you're doing a favor to anybody. When you give it, you have to feel that the person who receives it doing you a favor. And I hope with this message, I'm leaving you in Bereshit. I'm sorry, I cannot do the whole hour. I just lend it. And I'm going to get myself organized. We have boxes everywhere here. <clears throat> but I want to do my sharing. <coughs> not because you need it, because I need it. I need to make some effort to share with you. I love you very much. And those of you in LA, and you get this message, make sure you make an effort to come to Shabbat because you need it. All the best.